Hello and welcome again to Oscar Mike Radio. My name is Travis. I'm the host. Oscar Mike Radio is part of the Hoobazoo Network. You can find out more on hoobazoo.com. I want to thank my sponsors first, Joyce Asak of Asak Real Estate, Mark Holmes, Army National Guard veteran of Reapers Detailing and Power Washing, and my supporters, Semper Savage Salad Dressing, Bottom Gun Coffee, and Quezon Shaving Company. And this is a special one for me. Uh, this this really is kind of uncharted, but not uncharted territory. Uh, I'm with a lot of veterans advocates all the time, but this is a different one. Um, I'm going to get right into it. I'm going to introduce Sean Carn Carnell, fellow Marine Corps veteran. Sean, welcome to Oscar Mike Radio. Thanks for having me, brother. I appreciate everything you're doing, everything that you've been doing for years. Thank you. No problem. No problem. And, and Sean, I met you know, in a restaurant, a little mom and pop hole in the wall breakfast joint in Rockland. And we started talking, we started talking some more and started getting connected. And Sean, you know, you're starting this thing as a, as a Marine Corps veteran and a veterans advocate and someone who's actually worked in the trenches. You're now starting this thing called fear. So before we get into all that, just a little like cliff notes of, of who you are and what you are the time we have a lot sir thank you um my name is sean carnell uh i'm I, I, again i want to i want to thank travis and also mike radio for, for having me on travis does a lot of great work we're working on a project together uh right now which is uh a documentary um that i believe we have like somewhere around 17 veterans like another six coming uh with with horror stories of va service doesn't matter if you're straight gay black white puerto rican married single combat vet not combat vet there's just been nothing but problems. Um, and, and as we've gone through that and seen some of those stories um, of some work that I've been doing, uh, much like yourself, you know, helping veterans uh, in the veteran space figure things out because people don't know things, helping veterans that are at the bottom of the barrel. Um, throughout, throughout all of that stuff, uh, there's just been way too many lives lost. Um, and, and, and stuff like that. So with this project, uh, a lot of questions arose and, and I really enjoyed how you've dove into this project, Travis, and, and you asked me, you know, some questions and stuff like that. And it was, you know, what makes you tick? How'd you get into this? Um, you know, what started all this? And like a lot of veterans, uh, I unfortunately lost my best friend. Uh, his name is Raymond Kenneth Hillier to suicide on September 19, 2015, uh, drastically changed my life. I was at the time, you would think that I was happy, had it all together, financially stable. I was making $152,000 a year in the elevators union. And to be honest with you, I was a miserable drunk. I was never home. I was not around my kids. I was making money out the butt, but me and the wife were arguing and it was just misery. And I got a phone call one day uh, from my business agent and told me that my best friend from the Marine Corps who got me in the elevators union here in Boston, worked in the same union, had taken his own life. And I don't think my wife still to this day says, I think I said maybe three words in like five days. I was just frozen. And uh, that was really the catalyst to get me into therapy myself, which is what, what a lot of vets don't want to do. I didn't want to do it. I just danced back and forth. Yeah, no, yeah, no. I don't like this person. Every excuse out of the book. And uh, throughout all that healing myself, um, I found what I should be doing in my life, which is something that comes naturally that I just understand, which is helping veterans, the VA Code of Federal Regulations, benefits, 
getting uh, veterans, men and women, you know, services here and there. And um, throughout throughout a tragedy, you know, I, I, I say it's one of the worst days of my life, but it was also one of the best. Um, so that's what we're here to talk about. Some of those, some of those stories, some of the products we're doing, and, and and so many other stuff that, as you've asked me, you know, what makes you tick? I started telling you some stories, and one of them is why we're here today. And uh, when I showed you that story, your jaw kind of dropped, and I was like, you know, the only kind of types of luck I have are, you know, shit and bad. And uh, unfortunately, that's how the cookie crumbles. But regardless of that, I've continued to put one step in front of the other and uh, continue uh, trying to let veterans know about the main issue that we have, which is access for veterans and stuff like that. But, but also what tonight is about is, is, is about people getting in the veteran space and really not being honorable. Um, and, and that's kind of what we're here about tonight. Well, th there's two things that as I've gotten to know you and, and we've talked for a long time now before we've even gotten on, like I felt pretty good about working with you I'm like, okay, this guy's legit. Is is the, is the first thing is that the VA is not all bad. There's just the way the records work and understanding how those rules work. That's one. And then two is there's really a difference between the rah rah bro vet and the person behind the scenes who's, hey, we need a wheelchair ramp. I need furniture. I need a suit for an interview. You know, my, my husband might commit suicide tonight and that person. It's like rah-rah versus action. And that's where I really plugged into and bought into what you're doing. Would you care to elaborate on that? Because, you know, it's, it's easy just to say the VA sucks and sometimes they drop the ball, they, they'll admit it. But it's also, I mean, if you, you know, I, I've told you, I mean, you know, when I, played by the rules and understood the process, I've gotten fantastic care. So just go into that a little bit for me, you know, first about, you know, the difference in the veterans community right now with advocacy, because that's a weird thing for a lot of people. Uh, the first thing, so good question. Um, and it's something that you and I, I think, and quite a few others have gotten a little aggravated with. Many years ago, I want to say like six or seven years ago, it was really when there was a veterans push about uh, the suicide epidemic and the 22 and all this stuff. And veterans advocacy, you know, at the time was, you know, veterans awareness of suicide. Okay, that's a very commendable mission, but that mission has kind of been stagnant and just stayed there. Uh, where's the action? You know, so we're very aware that we all have a suicide epidemic um, in the military community, but what's being done about it after that? And but where we both sit, right, uh, we're both in Massachusetts, and Massachusetts is a, is a state that has a lot of veteran services organizations, and a lot of them do amazing work. But there's also a lot of crap organizations, just like in any field. Um, you have a lot of veterans companies fighting over the same piece of pie. Uh, you have them, from what I see, doing a lot of easy stuff as far as, let's go do a walk, let's go do a hike, let's go do a bike ride. Okay. Great. Where is the where is the biggest problem that us veterans have is where my friend suicide impacted me was the VA stuff. So when I had to retire from the elevators union um, to supplement that in income, the assistant services that are there when you need them are not there. Uh, when you're a struggle and you have to replace income and, and it's affecting your home life and your marriage with your spouse. Um, what, what are you supposed to do? Um, and I found that I had so many veterans complaining about the VA benefit system. And I myself, when I had to replace that income, I went to an NSO 
a national service officer, not a veteran service officer. And that's when I realized what they can do that VSOs in the country can't do because they have access to VBMS. Um, and that NSO dropped the ball. And that caused me some financial hardship. And then I met his supervisor, um, which is a great NSO, still an NSO. And once I realized that that individual NSOs can do anything for veterans benefit, I kind of took the Trojan horse mentality and said, you know what? If I want to do this, I want to fight the biggest fight that everyone says I can't, that, that hill can't be climbed. There's no such thing as it can't be done. Everyone's complaining about the VA for decades. I mean, I had Korean veterans, World War II veterans walking in my office, still getting screwed over. So I decided that if I was really going to get into veteran services, I was going to you know, fight an insurmountable task that everyone says that they, they can't do or they can't climb that hill. And I just figured because... It was such a big hill to climb. I'll never be bored. I'll always have work to do. And I really learned about what is going on in the VA and how much veterans across the country don't know. And, and you've heard me say it before, 99% of veterans don't get properly represented anywhere, any state, in any country. Um, and, and I started to explain some of that about BBMS and the difference between national service officers who actually have a computer that you can fill out the same 2122 power of attorney that you fill out with a veteran service officer. Well, the veteran service officer doesn't get accredited. They don't have to go take a test. They don't have to pass a test for three years. One year is on appeal law. One year is on basic claims. One year is on all administrative stuff. They don't, they don't have that. National service officers do, but they make it seem like it's such an important position. But when we sign that contract to go give our life away and none of us would take that back, regardless of whether we're here or not, because that's why we did it. But at the same time, we were told that we were going to have some certain basic basic care needs for health. And, you know, I mean, just 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 basically off the top, a lot of people even think that 100% are, is 100% disabled vet for the rest of their life. No, they're not. They can review that stuff every five years and pull it, and then you're screwed. So when I realized that there was a lot of veterans struggling because no one understood the Code of Federal Regulations um, as far as veterans benefit stuff, I really dove into it. Well, that's one aspect. And, and you know, look, folks, I'm going to tell you right now, this is, we're going to talk for like an hour, but this is only part one of many parts coming. So we're not going to try to, you know, cram this all down your throat in one show. But there, there is the origin story. There, there is the way this starts. And for me, when I really got connected with you was when you sat down and showed me that, there's all these organizations out there that a veteran will pay to help them process their claim. I got approached by several. When I got hurt last year, I had, you know, hey, you've been hurt. Are you, you know, up for, you know, a new claim? Pay us. We'll file, file it for you. And, and I was shocked to learn that, you know, it's a lot of money. And that organization may not know any more than a VSO. That really got underneath my skin, Sean. It really started me on a bad path. I mean, what are those organizations like? Can you tell us a little bit more about that? I can give you an example. I'll actually throw a name out there because I really don't care because people should know about these organizations. Anyone that has Facebook, if you've ever seen the organization uh, VA Claims Insider, um, it's an Air Force vet. He's preaching all kinds of bull crap, how he's going to help you do X, Y, and Z. Well, let me... Let me explain like how, kind of how this works with those companies. First off, uh, a couple of years ago, uh, there's a lawyer's organization that actually fights veterans' claims. Those lawyers, I don't think it's a union, but they have a group and they all vote on a board and stuff like that. And 
they sued Washington to get rid of uh, what's called the 48-hour review. So as a national service officer, if somebody screwed your claim up, as a NSO, you'd have a 48-hour period to actually sit there and check what the raider did, check what the coach did, check what the, you know, if the comp and pen doctor was even qualified to be there because you have access to all that. And when you are in front of a Washington judge and stuff like that, what happened is those lawyers banded together and sued Washington to get rid of that. So I think they were attempting to try to get VVMS so they could be on the same page. A lot of those lawyers, you know, the law states, they're not supposed to accept a retainer. They can only accept 20% on an appeal case, X, Y, and Z. So what VA claims, and so they're screwed. So then you have VA Claims Insider. And what they do is they actually teach you stuff that's against the law. So when you're a national service officer, you go, you go to accredited training and you get accredited through the VFW um, down in Maryland, uh, near Washington. You not only do you have to pass your test, uh, excuse me. <clears throat> not only do you have to pass your test, but you have a duty and you have to follow a law to represent the veteran the way the law states. So like VA claims decider, what they'll do is they'll take, for example, PTSD. Uh, you know, it's a 9,700 number in the Code of Federal Regulations. And what they'll do is they'll take a fee, you'll pay them, and they'll take, they'll tell you to get a Google Drive to go get your medical records. Um, without signing a VA form power of attorney. So we're already like ripping off the law. Like, so you, you're, you're getting medical records that aren't even like legal, all right? So from the federal system, they'll charge them. And then what they'll do is they'll coach them and they'll be like, okay, well, you have PTSD, you only got 20%. Well, at 30%, it says you need this. At 50, you need this. At 70, you need that. So go into your appointment and tell them that you're not showering, you're not that... One, you're clogging up the system that actual real disabled vets are trying to get care. Two, it's against the law. Three, you're getting paid for a service that is already free to you. Um, and four, the problem with the VSOs is none of the VSOs have BBMS, and they were even told by Congress, I believe in 2021 report, that if any veteran walks in their office that you're supposed to tell that veteran to go find where they can get access to BBMS and be properly represented. You're not getting properly represented, if you pay for an appeal, they cannot show up in person, nor will they. That they can't. So what are you paying someone to coach you to lie to get federal benefits, which is against the law? This is this is this is what comes to my next point is I'm and look, folks, I talked to a lot of veterans, I talked to a lot of, of, of good people, well-intentioned people, people who are taking action. But I always sit there and the first thing I think of is 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 why what's making them tick you know what's what's the driver here is it is it notoriety is it to say that you're a Facebook influencer and a social media guy is it to sell t-shirts or you know tickets to a golf tournament what is it and and that's when you know we had some very like deep conversations Sean like 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 no BS no no holds barred like this is what's going on inside of Sean. And I really resonated with it because right up there with another veteran and there's, I've been approached by him. Hey, I'll, if you agree to pay me, I'll process your updated claim. I think you've got cause here right up there with those guys. It's stolen valor people and people that, that rip off veterans that really are like, okay, 
my missile is locked on your exhaust pipe, your radar signature, I'm going to shoot you down. Yeah. That's what I was trained to do. So we're sitting there, you know, I'm sitting there talking and I'm like, you know, Sean, what was the catalyst? What was the start of this? And I'm, I'm just, because I'm reading through stuff, you know how I am, I'm, I'm looking at angles and I'm trying to figure stuff out. And like two days later, you're like, this is why. And this, this is truly the meat of the conversation here. This, and like I said, this is just part one. We've got more coming. Tell me about the start of your journey. When did it really like the, 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 the fingers snap, the light bulb goes off and you're like, you know what? I don't care. I'm all in. It was really, it was, it was, it was a combination of three incidents. Two of them happened at the same time. And then one of them happened after, which is what we're here to talk about. Um, that was my best friend killing himself and being in shock because the thoughts that went through my head were Jesus Christ. Like I'm kind of doing the same shit. He is like, am I in that danger zone? You know, do I need help? I made nothing but excuses about therapy and a lot of us do. Um, so that was, that was the beginning of it. Uh, and then as I went on with my own struggles with the NSO screwing my paperwork up and then me diving in and realizing there's no oversight on this. No one's paying attention. I was like, okay, that's a problem. Um, and then really diving into the nonprofit space in Massachusetts, working with multiple organizations, good ones. Um, I have my personal opinions, but I don't, you know, I don't have anything bad to say about, about any of them. They're, they're doing their thing. But um, there, there was a situation um, where it was July 26th, 2016. And, uh, I was, man, six, seven, eight, nine. I was nine months out from my best friend committed suicide. And uh, I got a phone call at work one day. And it was a very good friend of mine, uh, Jeff Hannibal. Uh, he's a business agent at Local 4 uh, Elevated Constructors here in Boston. Now, so out of the clear blue, you're, you're doing your thing. Out of the clear blue. I'm okay, at work. Okay. I'm actually, I was a repair guy in the Hancock Tower, which is the tallest building in quite a few, until you get to New York. Uh, we did the biggest repair in the country on a bearing. It was a 550 pound bearing. Um, and so he knew I was busy and he's a professional guy. We worked for the same company and I'm a service repair guy. He is too. And he's calling me, calling me. I'm like, what the hell? It's like, dude, I'm at work. Like, you know, I'm at work. We have the same boss. Pick up. And I'm like, what? And his wife's hitting me up and he's like, you need to go on Facebook. And I'm like, why? And he's like, you just want a trip. And I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, you know, that company that we both liked and we bought a t-shirt and blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah. Uh, and the company was called Lions Not Cheap. Uh, it's owned by a man named Sean Whalen. And, you know, at the time he was doing some motivational stuff, some cool stuff running his company, Lions Not Cheap. I kind of liked it. Um, and, and this gentleman had, he was giving away a, a Jeep uh, in a trip. The guy's rich, whatever. Fine. Hey, you want to give a Jeep away? Cool. I just bought a t-shirt and hacks. I thought it was cool. Um, ended us into the Jeep trip. Didn't win. I never won anything anyway. Um, so, so be it. So apparently what happened with that was there was like a 80 year old man or something. One of those people that just enters contests all the time and, you know, like 30 a month and the guy won. So this, this individual Sean Wellen, was upset and he said, you know what I'm going to do? I want to, I want to throw a trip and I'm going to uh, fly out some people. You have to nominate a person 
uh, that, that deserves it or that's going through a hard time or whatever. Um, and I'm going to fly them out to Utah, go skydiving or the other trip ideas. You know, we're going to take them to an Alaskan bear hunt, X, Y, Z. None of this I know about. I'm, I'm just at work. So Jeff calls me and tells me that, hey, you got to go on Facebook, Sean Whalen, and, and, and hit him up on a messenger. He's looking to talk to you. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you want a trip? So they put a whole, uh, there was, he had about a 20 something minute video. And he's wearing an American flag shirt and he's with his children. Um, and he's pulling some, you know, three names of civilians out of the hat, if I remember correctly. And then it was three names of veterans. You know, you had a, you had a veteran that had an army and a vet. And at the time, I was nine months out of my best friend's suicide. So the reason why my friend Jeff had nominated me was because I was struggling. I mean, I, everybody around me knew I was drinking too much. I was angry. I was upset. I wasn't showing up to work on time. All the crap that, you know, we make excuses for not looking in the mirror. And uh, I was stoked, you know, to, to, and I had just started getting into veteran service stuff too. So I was like, you know what, you know, I get a chance to talk to this guy and let him know what's going on and, and X, Y, and Z. And I was, I was, I went from being down to like, finally won something like, Oh my God, I haven't had a vacation in years you now struggling with my best friend, you know, putting a fire on it was to his head. And uh, so I was excited. I got in that side text message and the other five winners, you know, that got on there. Um, we're all just sitting there chatting. Life was good. Um, as the weeks went by, you could tell, I don't think Sean understood that you never know what someone's going through. So you got six, you know, well, you got a couple, three veterans, I think that were in there. And uh, some of the people started asking, when's the trip? You know, like a week later, hey, this is awesome. Thank you so, so much. So, you know? so, so wait a minute. There's a, like a group Facebook chat. Mm -hmm. And Sean Whalen is on there with all six of you. Yeah, actually, I think I told you before there was, I believe there was six winners. But for some reason, I just remember five of us being on there. I don't, I don't know why okay, the so, other person was there. So, so there was the, the, the winners and Sean on this message mm -hmm. to talk about the, the details of doing the trip out to have this adventure in Utah where, where he's from. Yep. Okay. And what you're just, just clarifying here. So it's been weeks and you haven't heard anything. It's been weeks. We haven't heard anything. So obviously like some of us, as you know, some of us can have anxiety with PTSD and it's like, all right, you know, Hey, I just, when is the trip? Like I, I gotta tell the wife I'm going for a couple of days. She's probably mad anyway. You know, we all have lives. And uh, I, I I remember him coming back saying, yep, we're working things out. And, you know, I'll let you guys know like next week or two. Week or two came by, nothing. Uh, I remember one of the people started asking, you know, hey, hey, what's up with the trip? I saw a couple of messages. I go to work, I come back and there's one person gone. And I'm like, all right, no, there was five of us here. Don't say anything. Another week goes by. Another person asks, hey, what's going on with the trip? That person's gone. It gets all the way down to, I, I ended up being the last one without saying anything because I just wanted to watch it. I was like, are you kidding me? And uh, we got down to the end and I was like, you know, it's been a couple months. We months, didn't ask months. No, 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 no. It's important to note you said months. Months. Not, not days, not weeks, months. Months. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I believe he originally said, he's like, oh, it'll be in October or September. But as we asked, it, it was just down the road, down the road, down the road. So then it's just me and him. And, and I remember asking, hey, dude, what's going on with the trip? Like, where are the other people? And he's like, you don't understand. I have a lot going on. Um, I don't hang out with assholes. And I, I was like, 
you do realize that I was at home and I didn't ask for this, right? Like you, you do realize that. You do realize that you asked veterans to nominate a veteran that might've been struggling or going something or who was worthy. I did not ask for this. So I get a phone call, I get up as the months go by, nothing happens. Then he starts calling us all, you know, assholes. And I said, you know what? I was like, you need to do the right thing. I was like, take me out of it. You don't like me. I'm an asshole. That's fine. You need to take some veterans on, on a trip because that's what you decided to do. We didn't ask you to do this. Uh, then he deleted that post from me and it was, you know, go fuck yourself. And I was like, wow. So when you ask me like how some of this stuff makes you tick, uh, you know, what got you started watching a, um, watching a, a wealthy individual promote himself, use veterans likelihood, wear an American flag shirt, rah, 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 sis, boom, bah. And then call those warriors that didn't ask for the headache that you gave them that I'm not the asshole. You are flat out. Um, and then, you know, as we were talking, I provided you, I told you, yeah, I still got the video of it and your jaw dropped and you were like, what? And I was like, yeah. Well, my jaw did drop because, you know, to, to see the website and the Facebook page, it's like, you know, it, you, you know, want to be like, you know, this person, you know, Waylon has it all dialed in. He's the milk of human kindness is flowing from his hands and he loves America and veterans. And just to show that, you know, Hey, we're not fooling around here. I'm going to share my screen and show you the video where they announced Sean's name. So just give me a second to do this and, uh, stand by. I decided last week, um, when the whole Jeep thing happened, I'm like, you know what? This is bull crap. I want to bring in a couple of people. I want to do an experience. Uh, and I want to bring some people in that bought some swag. And, and I actually had, I can't even tell you how many messages from people saying, dude, I would rather have that than the Jeep. Like I'd rather, I'd rather come hang out for a couple of days. I'd rather have that experience than the Jeep. I, I'm, I don't even know how many messages I got. What's funny is like we were going to do another Jeep giveaway or another car giveaway. We were working on another Lions Not Sheep thing. And this became kind of a, I don't want to say a pain in the ass, but this kind of frustrated me, the whole car experience. And I had so many people respond and say, dude, I'd rather come hang out with you for the weekend and your buddies for the weekend and do some cool stuff uh, for the weekend than the car. And so I've decided, this is like just a, a quick announcement before we, we get into the, uh, to the winners. I've decided that uh, instead of us doing another car, um, I'm going to do an experience. We're going to do a really cool experience. I will tell you this. I've narrowed it down to two things. <laughs> One of the things is a bear hunt in Alaska. So I don't know how many of you like hunting. I don't know how many of you like Alaska. I don't know how many of you like lions, not sheep, or just think that I'm a total asshole. I'm good either way. But I decided that the next deal that we do is not going to be a car because I can't control that. I have a company that I have to pay to do that. Now I can control a giveaway to go hunting with me in Alaska and shoot a bear. So I don't know if that interests you guys, but that's coming soon. We are gonna do a, a lion's knot sheep um, hunt in Alaska, an all expense paid trip to go on like a hunt of a lifetime. I thought that would be pretty cool. The responses that I got from you guys about uh, about the experience of coming out to Utah um, was really cool. So that's that. That's coming down the pipe soon. Um, well, I should say that it's between that and one other one other thing. The other thing is pretty cool too. 
So anyways, that's that. So my friends, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to keep this short and sweet for you guys. Um, I've put a whole bunch of, of little pieces of paper with names of, uh, of vets and the people that nominated the vets. And I've got a hat full of them. And what we're going to do is I'm going to pick out um, the winners from all of the buyers from the gear. So from the Lions Not Sheep um, Jeep giveaway. Everyone that bought gear is on a list. Everybody that bought anything, whether it's a hat, whether it's a shirt, whether it's a bandana, um, whether it's a sweatshirt, everybody's on a list. Let me show you. So this is every single person that bought stuff. There's some gaps in here, so on and so forth. But this is every single person that bought anything for the Lions Not Sheep giveaway. Okay, so this is what we're going to do, my friends. Um, we're going to pick out two people from this list, and then we're going to pick out um, some vets, and I'm literally going to pull your name out of a hat. And here are the rules. You've got to be 18 years old. Why? Because I can't have any minors coming. So you've got to be 18. If you're not 18, you shouldn't be on this list anyways because you wouldn't have qualified. But you might have just bought some swag. So if you're not 18, you don't qualify. You can eliminate yourself right now. Okay? The other rule is if you don't want to come, if you don't want to hang out, if, if you bought some stuff and you think that I'm a total dick and, and don't want to be here, okay, great. I'm going to send you a message um, on Facebook as soon as we're, we're done and picking these winners. And if you don't want to come and participate, then my kids and I will sit down and we'll do this again and we'll pick somebody else. Fair enough? Does that sound fair? Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Are you guys ready? Yeah. You guys ready? There's 800 people looking at you right now. Don't screw this <laughs> up. So this is the deal. We're going to shake this hat up. Uh-oh, one just flew out. Put it back in. We're going to shake this hat up. Bryn's going to shake the hat up. And then I'm going to pull one out. And then, Will, do you want to read the name? Sure. Yes? Okay. All right, ready? Not looking. Shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. Okay. Will, read it. Um, Tyler Howell and Houston Harkness. Huh? So Houston Harkness was nominated by Tyler Howell. Houston Harkness. I don't know if you're on this. Tyler Howell. I don't know if you're on this. Houston Harkness is the vet. Tyler Howell is who nominated him. So congratulations, fellas. Let's see. Let's do one more. Should we do one more? All right. One more. Shake it up. Shake it up. Pulling one out. What's the name? What's the name? Sean Kurt. Sean Carnell. Carnell. And then Jeff. So Sean Carnell, Jeff Handybode. I'm probably be massacring your names and I apologize. Sean Carnell and Jeff Handybode. Sean Carnell and Jeff Handybode. There's like so many comments I can't keep up with them. So I'm not sure if you guys are on here if Sean Carnell is on here or Jeff Handybode is on here. But uh Sean is our vet and uh Jeff Handybode is who um, nominated him. 
So there you go, my friends. Houston, Sean, Anthony, Gavin, Kelly. Congratulations, guys. You won. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to reach out to all five of you, and I'm going to figure out uh, some dates in, uh, in September or October, and we're going to plan a weekend for you guys to come to Utah to come hang out with me. All expenses paid. We're going to pay for your airfare. We're going to pay for your hotel. We're going to pay for your food. We're going to pay for all of the ammo. We're going to pay for every single thing um, for you guys to come out and have a, uh, have a fun weekend. I'm excited. I'm excited about, uh, about this. Guys, I truly appreciate every single one of you. I appreciate all of our vets. I appreciate everybody participating in the Jeep giveaway. Um, I appreciate everybody. One more vet. Everybody one more vet? Yeah. We should pull one more vet? Yeah. I think we should pull one more vet. I dig it. Okay, mix it up. Mix it up. Shake it up. I like it. Who said that? I know. I'm not looking. Don't mess up my beard, dude. Okay, one more. I like it. I like the one more. Yeah. Okay, one more, my friends. Whoever said that, God bless you. There's like four people. I want to just do like everybody. I want like 20 people. Okay, ready? Is it shaking up? Uh-huh. Okay, one more. Scoot in here. Mike Slinger. Mike Slingerland. Your handwriting is so crazy, I can't read it. Was nominated by Ron Fox. Mike Singerland, Slingerland, was nominated by Ron Fox. F-O-W-K-E-S. Mike Singerland. You guys on here? Are you guys on here? Ken Folks. That's six people. Mike Singerland, Houston Harkness, Sean Carnell. Or our three vets. I don't know if you guys are on here, but uh, congratulations, fellas. Anthony Galati, Gavin Groves, and Kelly Duren. 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 Congratulations, guys. I don't know if you're on here. Dude, there's, there's Ron. Look, there he is. Ron, congrats, bro. I don't know you. Hopefully, you're cool. Hopefully, you're not going to friggin' come out here and punch me in the face and you hate lines, not sheep. But you are the winner, my friend. Huh? Oh, Ron nominated him. Okay, I just saw the name. Sorry, I'm like all amped up. So, Ron, congratulations. You nominated Mike, and Mike is the winner. I don't know if he's on here. I don't know if you guys know, but yeah, Ron, Ron nominated Mike, and Mike won. So, congratulations, guys. Congratulations. So, guys, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you for the support. Thank you for all the comments. Thank you for everything on social media. I know that social media is just this crazy, weird thing, and you're just like... We're all like these virtual friends with random people, but I truly, truly, truly appreciate every single one of you. Um, I realize that there's a huge message to be shared. I feel honored to be able to say what I say. Some people like it, some people don't. That's okay. I feel like I share stuff every single day that uh, is important to me, meaningful to me, me being a dad to these little friggin' turds, me trying to be a, a, a patriot and being a uh, God-fearing, gun-toting American, an entrepreneur, trying to run a business, trying to grow business, trying to be a good dude. So I appreciate you guys. I truly appreciate all your support. Um, Mike Slingerland, Houston Harkness, what? Are they on here? Did you see him on here? What? Oh, just kidding. Oh, I didn't see him on here. 
Um, thanks, Joe Johns. Appreciate that, man. Let the vets take who nominated them. <laughs> Good night. This thing's going to become huge. I'm going to need to rent a bus. Good job, turds. See? <laughs> Good job, turds. Yeah, thank you, guys. Appreciate it. So, Anthony Galati, Gavin Groves, Kelly Durin. I'm going to hit you guys up on Facebook. Mike Slingerland, Houston Harkness, Sean Carnell, the vets who won. And then Ron, Tyler Howell, and Jeff uh, Hannibode, congratulations, guys. You nominated your friends, and I appreciate that for you to think. So there you go, folks. You heard it from Mr. Whalen himself that he was going to have these veterans come out. He's going to contact them. All expense paid trip to Utah. That's, you know, car service from your house to the airport, airfare, baggage fee, the whole nine yards. Fun weekend and, and beautiful Utah. All expenses paid. And, and we didn't ask for it. You did not ask for it. You were actually nominated by a, another person sure. who he mentions there. And nothing happened. Nope. Well, I got called an asshole. We get called an a-hole. I've been an asshole before, but I was not an asshole. I was a, wasn't an asshole then. Well, you know, you and Adam Sandler, you know, are, good, are in good company. <laughs> but but this, so I watch this, and the reason my jaw dropped is, I, like I told you, right up there with people who, you know, steal from veterans, right up there with stolen valor, it's, it's people like this, like Sean Whalen, you know, yeah, I'm going to give something to veteran. Puts it on Facebook. He, he got 32,000 views on this and almost 2,000 comments. So a lot of people were watching this. And he never came through, never got held to task, never got called out for it. And then what I see since 2016, he's done motivational speeches. He's worked with other veterans. That's what makes me want to vomit. Um, you know, and, and you and I have worked in, in, in the veteran space here in Mass for a while and, and, and doing the things that we've done, you know what I mean? Getting vets out of the psych ward, changing their life financially, getting them into college, getting them off drugs, getting them in the home-based program, not posting about it, you know what I mean? Like really on the front lines trying to help vets because that's what I want to do. I don't need a high five. That's what I want to do. You know, and, and I was just listening to Black Rifle Podcast, right? Because a lot of us, you know, we look at those celebrity veterans and see what they're doing to see if any changes are getting made or, or, or anything's happening in the community. And, and you have a wealthy individual that is just allowed to literally tell veterans to F off, use their likelihood to get likes. Um, and then on top of it, you know, after, after we discuss this, we go down his background and his whole company is just a joke. You know what I mean? He just got sued by the Federal Trade Commission for having a video on October 8th of 2021 with a Chinese flag. Uh, you know, my company is American, even though I buy my stuff overseas, I can still have my employees slap the made in USA tag on it. Well, guess what, buddy? You just got a 20 year oversight from the federal government and sued for $211,000. No, you can't. No, you can't. It's not just that it, it's, it's real estate deals gone bad investment people freaking looking for money from this guy, other things. I mean, you know, I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want him anywhere near my, my organization, veteran or not. And here he is getting paid a lot of money to do motivational speeches. And other veterans are saying, yeah, sure, Sean, it's, we'll work with you. This is great. You bring in money. I mean, how disgusting is that?
it's the hard thing to do, as you know, to do the right thing when nobody's looking. And unfortunately, as we know, now you get you get a wealthy person that starts coming around. You got people that want to be around that person. They're going to look the other way. You know, your morals get a little slippery. Um, mine never have been. They never will be. I mean, he can say whatever he wants, but you know what, what's important for me for that individual to to know, for Sean to know, and, and anybody that works with him is the reason why I'm upset is the the situation involved, right? So you have someone like myself that you know I'm a home based graduate, the ICP you know program two week. I've gone to Florida. I've gone to merger veteran players with Jay Glazer, Nate Border. I've gone Warrior Store. You name it. I've I've helped gone to the program, try to figure it out. At that time in, in July of 2016. I had a gun in my mouth twice. Um, my best friend killed himself. Everything was going downhill. I, I just, I, w- I was losing it. Um, if I didn't, if I wasn't so pissed off about, you know, having so many things happen to me and, and just wanting to keep kick, scratch and claw and keep that promise to my best friend Ray saying I was going to make sure I could do everything I could so that nobody else ever felt this feeling again. Um, you, he doesn't understand how fragile I was, or if there was another veteran not as experienced as me in therapy, and that could have went south real fucking quick. And for well, that well, guy, well, let's, let's let's just stop here for a second. Now tell me, when you got the news and realized who who this guy was, and where he was saying he was going to take you, you know, what were you feeling after being down for so long? I posted just... on Facebook to a bunch of my military buddies, and they were stoked. Uh, my friend's wife uh, at the time who nominated me, she was calling me. Um, everyone around me was like, thank God. Like, we don't know what to do with him. You know, he needs a reset. So I was stoked, you know, so you're up. And then you just slowly crawl back down that hole when the guy's telling you to F off. And, you know, he needs to understand that every reaction has, a, you know, a reaction. And thank God I got my head on my shoulders because if I was a little bit weaker minded, when it was a worst day, you know, that, that could have went, that could have went somewhere else. And, and you did that to someone that actually helps vets and has never charged anyone a friggin' dime for it. Like we're not the same people and I'm not the asshole. I would love to stand in front of him and crush his hand with a handshake and be like, you're, you're the fucking asshole. Not me. Let me, let me flip this the other way then. What if, what if say in September of that year, he, he, reaches out to you and says, you know what, Sean, I know that I said I was going to take you on this wonderful trip. I really wanted to, but life has thrown me a couple curveballs. I'm screwed right now. Money's tight. I got some things going on. I can't do it right now. And I just want to man to man tell you that I messed up. Would not have been a problem at all. As you know, Travis being a Marine, one thing that all of us hate more than anything is waste, having our time wasted and not having communication if you, if you just expect people to expect things, you know, communicate stuff, you know, it, you're going to have misreadings. Um, he could have just said that, and I, I, I would have been fine with it. Hey, totally get it. Appreciate it. You know, hit me up whenever you have, have free time. Not a problem. I got to buy my own. I, I, I don't care. You know, let me know. If he had just told me, that's fine. But to call all of us, it, it, and me being the veterans advocate, other than every, everyone else, I was looking at that differently than everybody else. You know, I, was, I wasn't just looking at it for, I'm like, screw me, I could care less. I'm like, you just did this to them? I wasn't even mad that he did it to me. I was mad that he did it to all of us and then used our likeliness, you know? For someone to say they love America and they love veterans and then do that, man, the world needs to know who you are when no one's looking. Well, 
before I, I, I make my offer to, you know, Sean Whalen, you know, the thing I think that bothered me and why I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to shine some light on this is, Sean, come on, tell, tell me how many veterans have been told, hey, I got a job for you. Or if you just come down to this place, I've got a, you know, a hot deal on a good car or, oh, you need a suit, you know, you're going to get hooked up, man. And they go down there and no one knows who they are. The car is 20 years old with 300,000 miles or they're waiting for people to show up to help them build a wheelchair ramp. No one shows up. And, and that stuff happens every day, right? I mean, that's well, if, he can, if he can do that on a, on a social media platform that reaches the world with 32,000 views, like, like that's not an exaggeration. This happens all the time. And if he's allowed to get away with it, then somebody else is. So here's my offer. 32,000 views with over a half a million followers. So here's my offer to you, Sean, Waylon. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know you. I'm looking at your record. Uh, I trust Sean with my life. You're welcome to come on the show with me and Sean and explain your side. You know, I'm, I'm seeing that I've read the federal FTC judgment against you. Um, watch the video of what you said. Watch their ruling. I've, I've read the other things. I've read the comments where you reply to people who are upset at what you've done with your business. But I'm going to give you the opportunity to come on my show with Sean and look him in the eye and explain to him what was going on during that time. If your choice, if you choose not to, then I'm going to sit there and say to myself, well, you know, you're, you're a MiG-27 come in at Mach 2. I've got full clearance to shoot you down. Yeah. If you do it to one of us, you do it to all of us. And that's uh, the thing that you and I have seen too many times in the veteran space. You know, it, it's... We all were taught that with the Army, Navy, Coast Guard, Air Force, Navy. it doesn't matter, okay? Police your own. If you don't police your own, it will continue to happen. And if you don't police your own, worse things can happen. How the hell have organizations continue to work with this individual? You, you know what I mean? And, and I understand if they don't know. But, like, for example, I was just saying, you know, I was listening to Black Rebel podcast. I'm like, oh, you're, you're great, you're great. And I'm sitting there going, guys. It's simple Come due on. diligence. I'm just doing a simple due diligence exercise like I do for other things. And I'm like, if I'm finding this as an independent guy, you're letting this person represent your organization. Why would you want anything to do with that person? They're not honest. They will bend over veterans for their own gain and not even blink. No. And the more you and I looked looked into it, unfortunately, past the FTC stuff, you you go on a Sean's record back to Project Twenty Three and all that stuff, and you just find a litany of lawsuits and you know misappropriation of business and and X Y Z. And I would assume if he's going to tell me in twenty sixteen to f off that you know the comments that you read on some of those feeds, it was the same thing, you know. Um, and, and it's just frustrating that this individual is not a lion, okay? He's not a leader. He's a scam artist, uh, and he did tell veterans to screw off that didn't ask for it, and the world should know who he is. And if he wants to say whatever he wants to say, that's fine. Like I said, take me out of it. You preach, you're a man of your word in America and this, man. You you got some owning up to do, and uh, I think you should go look in the mirror and buy Windex for once. You did it in front of your children. Yeah, that was you really Tell your children that you screwed them over and lied to everybody? You're gross.
especially heinous, like, like you do it in front of your kids. And then, I mean, because you didn't go to Utah, I've never seen a picture of, of, because he posts everything online with a half million followers. There were no pics of, Hey, I took these vets to Utah and showed them my great, wonderful state. There was nothing like that. No, just, no, I did actually deleted the video from the internet. I had to, I had to find it from a friend of a friend of a friend that posted it years ago. I was like, you know, when I was asked about, it, I was like, Oh yeah, here it is. You know, his China video is deleted after he got sued. It's like, Oh, we'll just keep hiding this. You know, people will just keep buying my lion's not you. You're not a lion. You're not. You're, oh, not. You're not a leader. You don't hold any morals that anybody in the military does. And the fact that you've been allowed to creep your way into some of those military circles is fucking disgusting. So, like I've said to people before on, on this show, you know, if, if you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. If, if you're a cockroach, I'm going to shine a light on you. And again, though, I've, I've told everybody before. Hey, you're welcome to come on here and give me your side of the story. They never do. And like you, you alluded to, Sean, I've read the comments. He doesn't own up to anything. He just calls you names and says you're just an imbecile. And I'm like, well, the FTC has 20 years to, to fool with your stuff. Maybe you'll be honest with them because the penalties are pretty punitive otherwise. But this is this really, when we start talking about this, because all of a sudden you called me up and said, hey, this is why I really got, you know, going with this because veterans were getting messed with. I was having a shit day when you asked me that and I forgot about it. And, and when I thought about it, I, I kind of was like, wow, I forgot all about that. And I just kind of threw it at you. But when I threw, threw it at you haphazardly, because I had already dealt with it for years, you know, you didn't, <laughs> you received it like it was a, like it was a boulder on fire, you know, like what the, what the hell is this? So I was like, oh yeah, you know, it's, this guy, you know, he's he's the best. For the reason I said earlier, you've worked with them, I have. Hey, man, somebody told me they had a job for me. I felt my resume. I did all this stuff. I went down there, and I was told to go pound sand. I don't know what to do. I'm trying to get a job so I can get my kid. And I'm like, what? What? Are, what? Are, don't do that to these people. He's trying his best. Please don't. So as we go on with this, you kind of put this all together and became FEAR. It's an acronym. You, you want to go into what that is? Yeah, so FEAR, uh, F-E-A-R, FEAR stands for Fractured Emotions, Accountability, and Recovery. Um, over the years, you know, as a National Service Officer, and I realized the huge disparity. Um, I mean, again, I'm going to keep saying it. 99% of veterans across the country don't get represented, even if you represent then by VSO. Um, you, you need access to the system called VBMS, Veterans Benefit Management System. That allows you to see what the rater does, what the coach does, what the comp and pen doctor says. You're applying for benefits. That's in some cases it's hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's it's your life, you know. So it's something that you need somebody to manage um, the VA system. The Code of Federal Regulations is enormous, you know, Title 35, Title 38. Um, Section 35, Section 38, um, it, it's huge. So when you finally have that laptop, you need the laptop. You can't just get the training because that has a system on it. You need Vetrospect as well. So you can track paperwork in real time. With that system, what you can do is you hear so many veterans, hey, I filed my paperwork, I have no idea what's going on. When you have that system, you can call that representative that has your power of attorney on a VA form 2122. And that person has access to instant messenger and can see exactly whose desk it is sitting on and you have their phone number. You can push the case if it's lagging. If there's a problem, 
you know right then and there. Veteran service officers in the entire country do not have that. And even the people that train free letter agencies that are at work with the government, BFW, DAB, et cetera, um, even on their flyers, it says, oh, we have 1,800 NSOs trained. You probably have 125 that have laptops. So that's lying as well. 99% of veterans are not getting properly represented. You need someone that knows what they're doing. Transition taps and steps class in every branch is a joke. We've discussed that to ad nauseum. And nobody knows what to do. Well, those people get accredited and trained and have to pass tests and know what to do. VSOs don't. Okay, so fear was a nonprofit I, I decided to come up with that kind of grew out of the frustration of those companies I told you about, like VA claims and cyber. They're charging people money. They don't have access to VBMS. They can't track any paperwork. They can't speak to the doctor. They can't see what the Raiders doing. They don't know what the coach is doing. They can't, nothing. They can't do anything. So fear is, I spoke to the VA. I've had a lot of meetings with them um, and they have a gap. They have a need. They want to wipe their schedule. You know, we were trained in Washington. I was trained by Jonathan Hager, who was the supervisor of judges at the time. We want to wipe our cases clean. You know, the implementation of what they tell you in Washington that goes down to the state level is completely different. What they tell you they want done in Washington and what happens at the state level is, is not the same. So you need to have someone that's looking at all that stuff. Also, as an NSO with access to VVMS because you're accredited, you can also do the appeal yourself. For example, if you need an appeal done in Massachusetts, every VSO in Massachusetts cannot even do an appeal and stand in front of a judge. They have to send it to two NSOs that are dedicated for every, what is it, 356 towns in Mass? 356 towns, and they have to handle every single appeal. Now, if anyone here is listening to this, if you've ever done a law case, would you go into a law case where maybe you're facing a crime or you're a plaintiff and defendant and you wouldn't have access to the police record or you wouldn't have a lawyer properly representing you or licensed? No. You need the evidence to sit there in front of the case. So two NSOs have to deal with every state. You think they have time to look over 2,000 pages of each record? No, they don't. You do 20 years in the military, you're looking at like 12,000 pages of stuff. You do four or five, you're looking at 500, 600, unless you were- Oh, well, we, we printed mine out. You never got hurt. Yeah. Printed mine out. It was about, you know, 700 pages. 700 pages, okay. Now, if you're not looking at every page and you don't have someone dedicated to that, you're not going to get your benefit. And if someone's overloaded, they don't need, when you walk into a lawyer's office, how many times you see a secretary, an assistant, someone taking notes, someone doing research, it's not a one person job. Um, you need that person in a team. So here's a nonprofit that I spoke to the VA about. I'm going to send a few people down my team. I spoke to you and a couple other people about being on the board, important positions uh, to get licensed, pay, pay and cover everybody um, to go down there, fly down there, hotel, class and and pass that test come back and then have a meeting um with the va uh, because we'll be approved and licensed to grab those laptops and then my main goal is to be completely different from companies like va claims society you have no right to charge any veteran that already served this country for benefits that they were already supposed to get for free neither do i now how is this going to work well i feel as though we as veterans always have to fix our own problems so i only want to take if someone comes to me with a claim and they're approved, I only want to take 20% flat fee of whatever that claim is one time. And then that veteran gets to choose which one of the programs that we work with that they can donate that helps another veteran. I'm not even going to take a paycheck. I'm going to hire a couple of people that can continue, you know, get this going. And I, I don't want to take a paycheck. I want to be that person that works with the team that can sit there and fight that problem and not say during my generation, yeah, VA sucks, nothing we can do about it. Bullshit. 
Bullshit. Yes, you can. We can make a change so that every veteran that screams from the top of their lungs continues to talk about how they don't have access to their own records when they get benefits because they need VBMS. It's a disgusting joke going on in this country and has to change. So FEAR is going to be a program that takes care of the benefits, but also can assist with getting veterans into other programs um, that we work with uh, around the country, like Warrior Soul or, you know, uh, be, a, be a pre-screening for home base. And there's multiple nonprofits for trips and stuff like that, which I think is a, a huge thing. But I, I want I want this program, Fear, Fractured Emotions, Accountability, and Recovery, to be a program that veterans run and implement themselves. And, and I called it Fear because every one of us is afraid, just like myself was, to go sit in that sit in that chair and talk. I can't tell you how, how I'm not going to talk to somebody. I don't need to do this. I don't need to do that. I've had veterans tell me, what do you want me to go sit and talk about daisies and kittens on a, on a chair? Guess what? It saved my life. In order to recover, your emotions are fractured. The trust is gone. You're angry at the military because you can't get the stuff that you need. Okay, well, in order to face those things, we got to have accountability and recovery with ourselves. We have to be holding ourselves accountable to try to recover, and we have to face our fractured emotions. And that's why I called it fear. So, folks, this is part one. I kind of wanted for part two because I want to close and then start part two with this. I want to be very clear that once someone like Sean has the information from VBMS, the VA is like, yay, I can move my backlog forward. Because I was just on a call with the VA last week. You know, they have an initiative to drive their backlog claims down. They, they were tracking really good on that until COVID hit and then they got stalled. And then, you know, I got told we have directed to drive our claims down. You can help that. So once the information is there, you can help the veteran and the VA wants to help. So it, it's, it's, it's a problem. You're going to solve that problem and we're going to make good on our word, man. I mean, how, let's close down with that. You know, how important is this to you to make sure when you look that veteran in the eye that, Hey, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to give you the help you need. Don't worry about the money right now let's make this happen. How important is you, is that for you to deliver on that promise, Sean? i tell you what, um, the feeling you get when you can see a vet crawl out of a hole that nobody thought they could, or they've, they've tumbled a few different times. One is amazing. And two, I'll, I'll give you an example of an individual that you've met that, you know, some of these people don't know about, I can't mention his name. Um, one of the cases I did, uh, I'm very close to this individual, as you know, um, he was an individual that went into the army as some just lame duck job. Um, long story short, he ends up, he was deployed for nine years and 11 months. Okay. He, he worked, he was on teams, spec ops, X, Y, and Z. That individual's entire record was erased. White. And then a letter from a three-letter agency was sent to him on the hood of his car threatening him. That is what is happening to veterans in the special operations community, to veterans that didn't even go to combat, to veterans that were admin clerks. That's the type of stuff that happens. And you and I both actually can the feeling you have of being left behind and pissed and you just start to lose it. If we're not supporting veterans, that didn't just do 10 years, did 10 years in another country, 
we can't support that person, what are we doing? That's why everybody needs VBMS because we need to have oversight over the VA because the raters, people don't even understand this. If you get misrated for a VA rating, you go for PTA, whatever, TBI, they, they misrate it. They're supposed to get strikes. They get a flag. Well, if you don't have VBMS, you can't even apply the law for the system to manage itself and have its oversight because you can't even see anything. It's just a joke. You know, it is so crucial to have this, to be able to help any veteran in that individual situation or someone that just did, you know, two years in the army, because I can't tell you how many veterans I've had that got injured in boot camp and their lives are different for the rest of their life yeah. just because of an injury. So again, folks, this is part one. This is a problem. You know, I've seen the problem. I've experienced the problem somewhat. Um, you know, I'm trying to do this the right way. We're, we're kind of a guinea pig with me. And we want to share with you like this because it's not just one thing sometimes that puts a person in a hole. It's just a, a common theme of promises made but not kept. Because you're a veteran, we can kind of push you to the side, but make sure you, you buy that T-shirt special. And if you buy two, I'll, get, I'll throw in a free hat. That has got to stop. So, you know, Sean, I'm excited to work with you. This forum is open for you to come and share as we move on. There is a lot. I mean, just to date, folks, we have, you know, almost 30 hours of content to, to share. And it's being put together, and we're trying to make change. So, Sean, I want to thank you for your time tonight. Uh, I just want to say one thing before we go, yeah, uh, yeah, if, yeah. if I could. If, yeah. I, doubt, I doubt he has the gumption to come on, but um, if I could say something to Sean Whalen, you know what I mean? It, it really bothered me when you when you called me an asshole because I'm the furthest thing from it. Uh, Travis knows I'd be the first person to give you the shirt off my back. And you cannot even come close to fucking scraping the bottom of my shoes when it comes to loving veterans or taking care of them. So get the fuck out of the space. Stop being a fraud. And all those celebrity veterans that are working with them, what happened to police our own? Call me out on it. Want my phone number? Fucking post it. I don't give a shit, Trev. Post my email. Let's go. This is the shit that needs to stop. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, hey, you can come after me and come after Sean, but I just want to know where we're wrong. I promise it's made. Hey, tell me where I'm wrong. You tell me where I screwed up in this, what I didn't even ask for. And why sure, I, I was going to say thank you. Thank you for the for the show tonight, too. Like, for real. And, and yeah, we are going to keep doing some stuff because and I wanted to say this about Travis as well. He's been doing this a while and, it, and people that haven't supported him as much, you should you should hop on now because it, he has been grinding and grinding and he has a heart of gold and he's not going to stop doing this stuff and neither am I until we get somewhere so um you, you should probably give him a call and see if he needs any help um because we got some good stuff coming and, and this is the type of content that we're going to start getting out the truth this is part one folks we're just getting started six years old I'm just getting started it feels like every day and you know Sean you're the kind of person I want to work with so all this will be in the show post the invitation to, to Mr. Whalen um, I just want to give them an opportunity to come on and talk. You guys can call me out, but but tell me how we're wrong. I don't think we are, and I've got plenty of proof that he is. And this stuff affects veterans. And hey, you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. He needs Mission to make it right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or he needs just to make say, it right. He needs just to make say it right. I, I messed up. Just just tell 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 the world, hey, yeah, I messed up. That would do it for me. Have have some spine. But I'm telling you from what I've seen from the comments and other things, it's not going to happen. And I don't nope. care. Come after me. 
We're mission of flight. Sean, thank you very much. And uh, part two will be here before you know it. I'll see you soon, brother. Thank you very much for anyone listening. And please, anybody watching, share it. Don't buy lines, not cheap. He ain't a line. Nope, nope, nope. All right. Thank you very much. And uh, until next time.